Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian, Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. is Yelcome Back. Hello, comebackers, and welcome to yet another episode of This is Yelcome Back. I am, of course, your mayor, Manny McDermott. And I'm superintendent and coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. And I apologize for all the puddles of ham juice. Over the months, I've been stealing the cold cuts from Manny's lunch and creating a photorealistic sculpture of character actress Imelda Staunton. And I'm Fire Chief and Historian Gil Gilman. Uh, this week's lucky numbers are 3, 13, 103, 99, and 1. Well, Gil, baby, speaking of ambiguous but lucky numbers, I just have to jump right in today because, you know, you all caught me off guard last week. I wasn't prepared, but my day today started with a fruit cocktail on Agatha Smith-Jones Johnson's porch And you know what she told me? She told me I should start today's episode with the Smith-Jones-Johnson birthday song because today is baby's birthday. So I have been practicing. Agatha gave me a few run-throughs. Gil, feel free to join me. Um, But baby, I just want you to know that Boil and bubble, lake of trouble. Give me a baby, give me a bundle. Boil and bubble, lake of trouble. Here he is, the flesh vessel. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, baby. That Thank you so much, Manny. Uh, that was a good effort, but uh, the song really comes together when you have a hammered dulcimer. Uh, well, I knew I was missing something, but, you know, my best effort. Nonetheless, uh, well, baby, I-, I think I should give you the floor. Uh, speech, cheers. What- what's on your mind on your special day? Uh, well, uh, as you uh, mentioned, we did start out today having uh, fruit cocktails uh, with my mother. And, uh, you know, my life outside of the office, it's really quite simple. It's really just me, my mom, uh, my cat Schlurmful, and uh we like to uh, to sit around and uh, wear historic puritanical costumes and uh, recreate uh, passion plays from the 1800s. I do love that. And Gil, I know that you've been preparing for weeks for this day. You get very excited for baby's birthday, I've heard. So I hear you've come at us with some historical facts that everybody needs to know about um, Dudley Smith-Jones-Johnson. Oh, uh, that's right, Manny. Yeah, I have been preparing for uh, the celebration um, for for a while now, and that's partially because uh, I have um, a, a little bit of a visual surprise, a spectacle. Uh, if if you all want to just look out through the window here, um, baby, I, I'm sure you know we've got those uh, several houses uh, over there across the ridge uh, that are set for demolition. Um, well, I have this button right here. Uh, why didn't you go ahead and push that? Oh, Gil, you didn't. Oh, Manny, uh, Gil probably hasn't told you this. Um, 
But ever since I was a little old thing, I used to, to run around the streets of Yalkenbach, uh singing about bringing destruction and turmoil. And, well, it's always been my dream to demolish a block of houses. And, Gil, you knew exactly what I wanted. Oh, this isn't your gift. This is just a preamble. Oh, my. Did we clear this? Do we have the, the paperwork done, Gil? Um, this is a surprise to me. Of course. I'm both the head of demolition and the fire okay, chief. You know. Well, um, as long as you've cleared the neighborhood. And I'm the coroner. Know. We're all set. Um, oh, I, I, I haven't uh, asked the code inspector, but uh, I'm not sure who it is. So um... That's me. I'm the code inspector, and we have not... You know what? I'm not going to get in the way of this special day. Uh, I... Well, baby, I think you probably know the code. It's uh, the number of years you're turning right now. So why don't you go ahead and put it in the code and then press the button and we'll see what happens. Oh, I, yep. I Let me just um, cover this screen up. Uh like to keep things ambiguous and fresh. Uh, and here we go. Oh, Gil. I love how you set the demolition to the tune of "Spice Up Your Life." It's uh, it took it took a lot of high-powered explosives, but um, to, to sort of get those different tones. But yeah, uh, I knew it was a, a song you would enjoy, and uh, and the colors, you know, that's um, I, I promise that's that's all just dye and powder. Um, oh wow! You don't have to worry about the reds there. Shake it to the left if you're about to blow up. Property damage and copyright infringement. This is a great start to my week. Um, but it's all for you, baby. Um, so, Gil, as you said, that was a, a preamble. Um, and wow, what a loud and horrifying preamble it was. Uh, so I hear you have some baby facts for us. Uh, sure, yeah. Well, um, I, I think there's a lot to be said about, uh, as you mentioned before, Dudley uh, Smith-Jones-Johnson, uh, a.k.a. Baby, as we all know and love him. Uh, a, a lot of people don't know this, uh, but uh, for a short period of time, Baby was the tallest human on the island. Um, that was, uh, of course, later revealed that he was just wearing stilts all the time. Uh, but uh, he had most mm. of us convinced. Um, so uh, that's he sort of stands in the record books for that. Um, another great uh, Baby fact is that uh, he's the only person on the island that is allowed into my secret cupboard. Uh, and we oh, won't say anything more about that. Uh, nothing else will be spoken of that. No, nothing at all. Nothing like uh, you know where the key is or why Manny's not invited, even though. And like, the it's last a baby fact of friendship. is that we are all just so happy that you're here, baby. Um, we are so happy to spend this day celebrating you. And uh, you know, I know this phone has been ringing since fact number one, uh, it, but you know, I think the fact that we're I'm just we're all willing to just let it keep ringing. ringing uh, just shows how much we care about you um, and, and not whatever possible emergency uh, that someone's calling us. And baby, I have a gift for you later, but my first surprise of the day is that I am braining out. It turns out that somebody brought my bedazzling kit back and I've been saving this vest for oh. weeks just for you. Let me just shuffle it right out. I used all of my sequins, all of my faux jewels, all for you, all the purples and golds and glitters I could find. What do you think? Oh, Manny, you sh- you shouldn't have. You. Oh, I you did. I spent have. 15 hours on this last night. I mean, Manny, you really shouldn't actually, because uh, you know I I made that said that bit about the phone and that it's still ringing. Uh, 
and you know you really oh. shouldn't delay this phone call. That's the phone. All yeah, celebrations that's... aside, Manny, the phone it should probably take precedence. I know it's a big well, day, bud. Listen, Gil changes the ringtone every week. Why is it suddenly this like percussive, like violent? I, I just how was I supposed to know that was the phone? I thought that oh, was well, it's the demolition because of my birthday. Uh, Gil always changes the ringtone. Oh, uh, well, anyway, Gil, get it. Uh, this might be an emergency. God, it might be somebody down there in the rubble, for all we know. Just just pick it up. Uh, I doubt they have cell service down there. Uh, hello, this is Y'all Come Back Town Hall. Uh, is this an emergency, or are you just calling to wish baby happy birthday? Hello, yes, am I on the podcast, or am I just in the town hall? Uh, yeah, uh, Dr. Tillman, uh, yeah, yes. no, this is, uh, this, we are recording the podcast. Yes, um, yes, yes. Oh, excellent. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, I've been calling so many times and I just get the regular town hall and never the podcast. I want to uh-huh. get out there. Yeah, you know, as, as head operator of, at, here at Town Hall, yeah, I, I know you keep calling. Um, I would say it was nice talking to you the, all those other times, but, uh, you sort of just asked if you were on the podcast and, and then hung up immediately when I said no, so, uh... Well, I want to get out to the people, you know, I mean, you, you three are wonderful gentlemen, don't get me wrong, and, uh, oh, is that baby? Happy birthday, baby. Oh, thank yep. you so much, Dr. Tillman, and I just have to say, the best birthday gift I could receive was that life-saving corrective surgery you performed on my cat, Schlurmful. Uh, you see, Manny and Gil... Schlurmful has a condition where he sings like a 1930s radio tenor, and, well, Dr. Tillman got that all fixed up. Yes, that's correct. Now he sings like a 2000s Broadway star. It, it's current. Ugh. Very current. Well, almost current. There's not the 2020s, but the 2000s Broadway star. Pretty good, I think. Currently adjacent. Peak Broadway, mm. probably. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like to think so, uh, but that's actually not what I'm calling in today, although I am looking forward to the uh, bowling party later, baby. I love a good bowl. Oh, uh, yep. I Yep. Uh, we've got all kinds of bowls, too. Big bowls, uh, tiny bowls. I even uh, specially ordered a house-sized bowl. There's a bo- a bowling party? Um, oh, my gosh. Mayor Manny, I'm, I'm sorry if I spoke out of turn. I... I, I... Uh, I'm so flustered. I never get on the podcast. I always get the regular town hall. It's it's a lot of pressure, you know. Oh, don't worry um, about it. He's it'll it'll be fine. Uh, he's he always gets like this. Um, you had an emergency. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so the main reason I've been trying to get on the podcast is. I know there's been a series of uh, aspersions cast on me since I returned from the treacherous mountains, and I just I just wanted to clear the air. I don't I don't want anybody to be scared or frightened, and I don't want the rumor mill to to keep tumbling down. You know, I, I want this snowball mm. to stop at a at a small snowball before it becomes like a, you know, an out of control snowball. Well, uh, Doctor Tillman, uh, Manny, as you know, is still very new to Yalkenback, and. Um... He's not very well versed on the relationship between the island and the treacherous mountain. So could you maybe um, explain a, a bit of uh, what these allegations could mean? Well, sure. And, and when you when you get done with that, I, I do have a question about these Persian asps that you're you're worried about. Um, that sounds concerning. I do have some antivenom, but anyway, go ahead. Explain it for me. Uh, you, 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 yeah, you're piling a lot on in, in one question, but I'll, I'll try and answer as much as I can. And I'll just take it in sequence. And if anybody has any follow-ups afterwards, please just, uh, you know, get right into it. We're on the podcast. This is fun. 
Okay, so uh, I, of course, went to the treacherous mountains recently for uh, about a month's time, which is a long time to be away from my lifelong home of Yokumbak. And mm. um, and uh, when I did return, I did, of course, return on Rhonda Boots's ferry. And yes, it is true. There was a large crate with me that said on the outside, Dragon. And it did get a lot of people saying, oh, did I adopt a dragon? Did I bring a dragon? And of course, dragons aren't real. Okay? We live in a world where dragons are fictional, and that's a hard line. And if that were to be broken, we would be in some sort of fantasy crazy world that would, would, would simply not be safe for any of us. So, of course, I didn't adopt a dragon from the treacherous mountains. I adopted a Komodo dragon. Okay? I have a Komodo dragon. He's my, uh, she's my pet. I'm so sorry to misgender my own pet, but she is my pet. She is my Sheila. And uh, we are, you know, it's a normal, loving parent-pet relationship. And I just don't want anybody to be afraid. I don't want anybody to think I have some sort of fire breather or some sort of flying thing. It's just a, you know, it's a 12-foot, 300-plus pound lizard. That's all. Oh, and the asp, wow. the asp thing as well. That's just a, That's just another aside. That's I, I. I. I also have a collection of beetles. Um, my goodness, uh, Doctor Tillman. I, I have to say, my first question. You know, we, you know, I am the head of animal control, so of course I like to know what's coming in and out of the island. So, but I'm I'm not mad that you didn't tell me. I'm there's a lot of that going around. Um, but I do want just for out of concern for the animal, I'm wondering if it's okay. It seems to me that the treacherous mountains, you know, when we went up there recently, it was probably, you know, 36 inches of snow um, came all the way up to baby's chin. Um, it seems like a tough climate for a Komodo dragon. So I'm just wondering if, if Sheila is okay. If, I mean, I know that she's in good hands with you, but I'm just wondering, was this a rescue mission? What, what were you doing? Yes. It was a bit of a rescue mission. It's more where I met the envoy halfway. You see, Sheila, she's um, she's retired from the zoo. You see, she's a little too old to be be seen every day, and so I, through my series of uh, high end profile connections, as as you all know, I'm a very successful veterinarian on the island. Uh, all of the animals that you've heard mentioned on the podcast, I've taken care of personally and and fixed up so that they sing like a two thousand Broadway star. And, and, and I just, you know, I needed something for me and, and I sought it out on the internet. I was just, you know, what can I find? And I see so many cats and dogs and birds that that wouldn't have felt like a pet to me, you know, that would have felt like work. So I was thinking, well, what could I get that would feel like a pet? You know, I need something more exotic, something more Mm. exciting. And, and let me just say, Mayor Manny, there's no need to worry about controlling Sheila. I have got it under control. If Animal control I consider for wild, dangerous animals. Sheila is my loving Sheila. She's the best. And you're going to love... I'll, I'll bring her by the bowling party. I'm sure she'd love to fit in a bowl if you've got a big, big 12-footer. Well, if only I knew where that was happening. Maybe I uh, would meet As head of animal birth control, I'm less concerned about... Uh, uh, about this kimono dragon uh, and, and sort of what it can do. Um, I'm more concerned. Just to be clear, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, Gil. It, it, I'm so yeah, sorry, no, Gil. Ahead. It's a komodo dragon, not a kimono dragon. Okay, so it, I'm sorry. You're uh, so so. It's you're saying it's a kimono drag on, like it. You're just dragging on a. I'm I'm sorry, but when it's, you just <laughs> because you pull around a piece of uh, a Japanese garment around on the ground does not make it a pet. Uh, also, twelve feet is long for a kimono. Uh, so 
it sounds like you're just getting it really dirty. Listen, um, I have to be honest. I wasn't wearing my glasses when I looked at the labels. So perhaps I am in the right. You know, it, I will say it is a very still dragon. A very, very still dragon. And also a very, oh, what's the word? Silky? Very silky dragon. Dr. Tillman, uh, we've fielded questions <laughs> from animal control, animal birth control, and now I, as head of hunting and wildlife, uh, have to ask you, uh, what sort of impact could this new beast have on the environment? Well, you know, when I first adopted it, I would hope to give it the taste for seals. Uh, oh, that... I thought it could be a first line of defense, you know. We'd, we'd, find, we'd finally have one up on them. Yeah, you know? no, we are all on board with that. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I can we get more? Uh, I guess would be could could I'm I don't I'm we're not looking for any kind of you know uh, any kind of militia force here on the island, but perhaps there is some way to sort of organize them into a, a brigade or troop. Well, you you've hit on it exactly, Gil. That's exactly what I've been trying to do. Now it's been a little bit difficult because again, it is kind of seemingly a silky fabric, even though. I really, really want it to be a Komodo dragon. And and obviously, if it was a female Komodo dragon, that would be perfect because they can reproduce on their own without the need of a male partner. And I was really looking forward to having, you know, 30, 40 odd Komodo dragon eggs, giving one to baby for the birthday, you know, but. Oh, you're saying Komodo dragon. Yes, Komodo dragon. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was very confused. I, you know, I was picturing, yeah, you know, this. the long silky number, exactly that. And I was just oh thinking, God, what is he Dale. doing over there with that? Uh, treating it like a pet, naming it Sheila. Komodo is also different than the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is it? Right? Uh, it's sort of different. I guess it's uh, quasi-different. Oh, 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 I see. I see. I don't see. I, I, I'm not a literary person. I'm an animal person. You, you've lost me. Well, Dr. Tillman, I, as a literary person though I can't really read, but I do like words. Uh, one thing that I, I I noticed was you said aspersions, as in plural, but you've really only mentioned the rumor uh, of the dragon. Now, of course, I did hear it through the grapevine that maybe you were doing some research or um, other things. Manny, I told you that piece of grapevine is not a telephone. You can't hear things through it. I heard it, baby. Who's talking then? Well, right now, no one is talking. It's. Uh, I think the answer to is, is, I don't know if I'm supposed to jump in. Uh, on, it's no, not my podcast. We're so I'm happy so to have you on, on but, by the way. Um, um, but, you know, we're going to stop you right now because we got some more important things to say uh, in the form of sponsorship. Um, but uh, if you want to stay on and we can hear more about those uh, Persian asps or aspersions, uh, as you call them, uh, then uh, we'll be happy to hear about them in the second half of the show. have this great product or idea, but how do I get it in front of people? Well, I'm glad you asked me. Hillman's Mobile Billboard Skywriting and Flash Mob Incorporated is here to save the day. If you're trying to get the word out about your product, business, or idea, and if it can be easily displayed on the side of a truck, by the smoke from a plane, or through a coordinated dance or scene by a group of people, then Hillman's has you covered. Manny, baby, I know we all used our promotional free trial to advertise different things this week. Uh, what do you all advertise and how? Uh, well, uh, Gil, I have started up 
my brand new club, the Bison Fine Feathered Friends. Uh, it's a club for appreciators of birds and Constantinople alike. Uh, we dress up local birds uh, and wildlife in historically accurate Byzantine costumes. Uh, Hillman uh, really helped me out with his advertising. If you go to the old wishing well downtown and gently caress it, the ripples form out all the information you need. Gil, this one's easy for me. All I did was I put my phone number and a map to my backdoor patio and asked, would someone hang out with me? Um, I'm sure by the time people hear this ad, because we're recording it weeks in advance, that um, I'll be at a, a, a party uh, for a baby's birthday or something. We'll be hanging out and, you know, this will all be by and by. But I've been lonely. And for me, I had a graphic designer create a cheapy gill that you can see shouting, you can do it on the side of Hillman's broken down 2002 Honda Odyssey. So get your message out there with Hillman's Mobile Billboard Skywriting and Flash Mob Incorporated. Still think advertising for Mobile Billboard Skywriting and Flash Mob advertising through a podcast advertisement doesn't work? It just did. And we're back. Uh, Dr. Tillman is still on the line. Um, and Dr. Tillman, I don't think you had a chance to address the multiple uh, aspersions that have been cast against you. So what else uh, did you want to clear the air about? Yeah, well, as long as I'm still on the podcast, this isn't the regular town hall, right? I'm still reaching the people? You are. You are. Okay, great. Okay, well... You know, I go on next door and I go on the Yolkenbeck blog and mm -hmm. I see things calling like my house, the house of death, you know, and I, I just want to say adopting a baker's dozens worth of vultures does not make my house a death house. OK, I just I have to get exotic pets. I don't want cats. I don't want dogs. I don't want fish. I need something that, you know, gets my juices going. That's a challenge. So, yes, I have 13 vultures. They circle my house. And uh, uh, they're, they're friendly. They're, they're, they're my buddies. That all makes perfect sense to me, Dr. Tillman. Uh, but uh, can you address the uh, accusations that you have installed a, a giant megaphone in your yard to amplify the farts of the animals that you save? I would love to address that accusation. It is absolutely accurate and... I'm, well, I'm so glad that you could verify that because I saw it and thought I was hallucinating. Most people just don't understand what's wrong with the animal. And it's almost always gastrointestinal. <laughs> so you actually would save so many veterinary visits to see my office if you just understood what a good, healthy animal fart sounds like. Well, I think, uh, you know, for for my, uh, for for what it's worth, I think the most interesting part about that feature in your front lawn, uh, which is, I guess, also your business's front lawn, is, is that you put up that, uh, you know, electronic billboard that, you know, uses that fancy algorithm to spell out and use a particular font to really uh, give a clear visual uh, of the uh, sound and, uh, and style of the fart. I mean, I know I myself have gone over there in front of the megaphone and let one rip just to get a sense of sort of how my humors are. And uh, well, Gil, you're an animal in your own right. <laughs> veterinary humor, veterinary humor. <clears throat> well, yes, I do have a kind of a electrolyte kind of etch-a-sketch that brings to life the farts. There's, there's no denying that. I guess we've moved on from aspersions to more just accurate descriptions of my lawn. But, um, uh, but these are true. These are accurate. And, and again, I'm just trying to save people visits to see me. You know, I, I, I love collecting the money from helping pets and making them sing beautifully. But 
you don't need me if you just if you just really get down close to a a a a, a, a fart hole of an animal and, and really you know that same that same message is how we got baby to get down off of those stilts all those years ago you know he had that really bad cold and we said if there was any way that we could get his fart hole closer down to the ground maybe we could figure out how to get rid of it um and if you just really get down close to the fart hole of an animal you're likely to understand it better and and really appreciate what you need to do to make it healthy. Well, uh, Dr. Doman, is it, we've we've covered a lot of ground uh, about your aspersions and about the accurations, and uh, I think that I don't know. I th- I think anyone who had any you know things that they thought wrong about you, it's all probably cleared. Uh, you know, I. Oh, thank you so much. I, uh, if if you don't mind, I would I would love to have a, a vulture sing a little bit of Les Mis for you. I hope he hope he sounds like Leah Salonga. Okay, um, let me let me get Bradley. He's usually the friendliest. Bradley, 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 down! Shit! Nope, no farting, no farting, Bradley. Come here, come here. All right, okay. Oh my God! You son! No, no. Go to the megaphone if you're going to do that. Go to the megaphone on the lawn if you're going to do that. The people need to hear it, Bradley. <laughs> I was not expecting to cry on my birthday. <laughs> that was, first of all, my favorite song from Les Mis. And to hear, you know, because I'm often on my own as well. And to hear it so beautifully uh, warbled. Oh. You know, uh, Dr. Tillman, I'm, it, this is just coming to me. And, uh, you know, I don't frequently play matchmaker uh it's sort of just something i do on sundays but um i, I do you are, are do you know dina dino she's the one who lives in that uh, houseboat made of shoes uh off the island uh, she actually collects a lot of exotic animals as well and she also has an affinity for uh les mis tunes uh it's true I, you know i've never heard or seen any of her farts visualized but it sounds like you all have a lot in common Okay, well, I, I I didn't want to bring this up, but uh, she's my ex. <gasps> oh, no. we, um, okay, well, yeah. we 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 have a lot of similarities because we were very similar people who lived together for a long time. But I don't know. For her, the megaphone on the lawn was the last straw. You know, the, it would make sense now that uh, she has Desmond Tillman painted in blood on the side of her boat and then marked out. Yeah. You know, I never put that one together myself, but now that you say it, it, it does make sense. It does make a lot of sense. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt by it. You know, I, I'm, I'm hurt by it. But in the same sense, I, I don't love shoes, so you know, it, it, it frees me up to be more of a sock man. You know, Doctor Tillman, we, we are all about building bridges, and I know, I know, it can be hard to reach back to an, an ex. Um, you know, just ask Baby and his, his birds. Bird. But Manny, it's um, his birthday. You know, maybe if you could. I'm sorry, um, but if you could maybe bury the hatchet one way in is that, you know, you're going to have all these baby uh, Komodo dragons around. And um, Dina has a new baby shark um, just going around in her lake, waiting to be sung to um, by whether it's a goose that sounds like Rosario Dawson or or Bradley. I think she, I think she might be open to it. I, I don't know. I, romantic gestures are... 
are never easy for me, you know. I'm I'm much better with with my creatures, my animals, my my pets, friends. I uh, making myself vulnerable like that. It it seems so dangerous. Well, if there's any way to uh, sort of bridge that um, that both vulnerability and, and the comfort of something that you uh, that you know well, um, it's would be through uh, this bowl that I'm bringing to baby's uh, birthday party, which has uh, sort of those, it has two of those straws on the sides of it that let you drink the milk out from the bottom, but they're both twirly straws. Uh, I was planning on using both sides of it for myself and seeing if I could sort of put my whole mouth around it, but I don't know. I know Dean is going to be at the party tonight, so uh, maybe it could be an opportunity for the two of you. I, I, I see what you're doing. I think you're very subtly trying to kind of lady tramp me with a crazy straw and Dean on the other end. And I, I really do appreciate it. I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm always meant to be alone, just me and my dragon and vultures and, you know, LED fart lights. And I, I just... I, I, I kind of feel like maybe the bachelor life is more for me, but if you really parent trap me, I guess maybe maybe a shark and a vulture and a, a, a Komodo dragon, which might actually just be a piece of clothing. It's, it's a little vague at this point for me even. It's just, you know, maybe we could all be one happy family. Maybe we could be, you know, the, the two low hands and, and the low hand parents from the parent, the only parent trap that I saw. I think there was another one, but I didn't see the other one. Well, and frankly, you got to figure it out sooner or later because uh, this podcast is coming to an end and we're looking for some kind of resolution before the party. Um, we've been trying to make the podcast more exciting. So, uh, you know, let's let's just say we got you a rose. Who are you giving it to? A rose. Okay, I've had one rose. Okay, one rose, 13 vultures, one Komodo dragon. I mean, I don't have plans. Three podcast hosts. And one ex-girlfriend. Oh, my goodness. I, you know what, Mayor Manny, you're always so lonely, and I really do feel bad for you a lot of the time. I, I almost want to say, why go back to the old when I can try something new? I, I don't know if you feel that way, Mayor Manny. I, I don't know oh, if you would ever want to live, you know, in a house with animals and, and me, but I think, I think at the very least you deserve a rose, and... Maybe later we can check out each other's farts and see if it's a oral mix. You know, it's it's been a long time since a man has checked out my fart hole, Dr. Tillman. But um, I will take a flower and a friend, and then we'll see if anything else blossoms. Oh, my gosh. And all of this in front of the people on the podcast. I'm famous! Uh, well, now that we've got all of that official business out of the way, uh, I, I think we can... Uh, draw this to a close. Dr. Tillman, thanks so much for being on. Uh, we we need to give, uh, I need to give baby his big gift. Uh, so, um. uh, Dr. Tillman, I will see you and Gil at my party tonight and I will see Manny at work tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to call back tomorrow and hope I hit the podcast window on this town hall. I This is so much fun. I just, I feel like I'm on Broadway. All right, Dr. Tillman. Well, we'll, we'll save the next musical number for next time. Uh, thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, baby. Um, are you ready? I didn't have time to wrap it. Oh, well, you know, that's okay, Gail. You, you're just so special and sweet. I'm sure that it, it doesn't matter. Okay, I just close your eyes and put your hands out. Okay. Okay. Open them. Uh, oh, oh my God. It's a tiny little wooden 
tanuki, and when you rub its belly, it poops out a snicker bar. Gil, it's exactly what I wanted. I yeah, I I haven't been reading your diary. Uh, it's just you know, you you text me all the entries every night, and so I know I know that's what you were looking for, and I have those woodworking skills. So I thought, uh, heck, I can do it. Happy birthday! Thank you so much, Gil. Wow. Um... Well, that's a, that's a tough act to follow, and uh, to be honest, I I feel uh, silly now. But um, well, baby, I went over to Cobblers and such, um, and I spent three months of my paycheck on these um, customized knee-high leather boots, size two. Hoping you can grow into them, maybe. Um, but here, um, I just thought, I just thought you would look oh. great at, in, in these at a party. Oh, um, oh, thanks, um, Manny. They definitely don't look identical to the 30 other pairs of thigh-high custom-made boots that I have, but, you know, I'm sure I can find somewhere to wear them. I'm, I'm sure you can. And that sound means it's time for time, weather, and community announcements. It is 3.34 p.m. on a Wednesday... And it's baby's birthday, so you better believe that it is exactly the weather that he wants it to be. In community announcements, continuing their theme of celebrating celebrities' birthdays, the newly minted Celebrity Birthday Society will follow up their Sydney Poitier party last month with a celebration of Reba McIntyre. Rumor has it that if somebody turns on the radio every other weekend after dark in March, you'll hear a little rock, but also Reba's greatest hits. So tune in for some fancy beats when the lights go down this March. And don't be a strange-er as we celebrate because of you-know-who. The Dog Moms Collective wish to apologize for the missing C on the flyers they posted around town. They regret the typo and send a sincere apology to all those who arrived at the furry corgi photo shoot, expecting something else. Google.com. 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 I do not want to submit an announcement. Take me to Google.com. The Welcome Back Yo-Yoers have seen a drop in interest in the organization, but expect things to come back up later. After a 29-day incubation period in her favorite beanbag chair, Jessica Wessica is proudly announcing the birth of her peacock triplets, Omelette, Scrambled Greg, and Keish Urban. All are welcome to the triplets' upcoming christening ceremony taking place at Interlake on Sunday. The queens of the Glory Wholesome Lounge invite you to get up in this good gig, sis, and read the children to filth the house down boots this Friday for the sickening stunts and executive realness looks at the night of 1,000 Susie Ormonds. And if any of those sound like the kind of community you'd love to be a part of, remember, this is Yolcom Back. This is Y'all Come Back is an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Our special guest, Dr. Desmond Tillman, was played by Ian Heron. Ian Heron is a former UCB New York house team performer and the former academic director of his own improv school, The Greenhouse, also in New York City. 
But let's face it, you only know him from that one Selena Gomez commercial from 2016, and that's okay. He's available for independent coaching sessions through improvcoaches.com. Eager for more This Is Y'all Come Back? Or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Y'all Come Back Pod on Twitter and at This Is Y'all Come Back on Instagram. Our email is yallcomebackpodcast at gmail.com. That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to support This Is Y'all Come Back, you can support us on Patreon, where we are always eager to hear your suggestions for new content in ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so that you can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yalkenbeck, we are looking to grow, and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening.